Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Crofts. Hey, good morning, everybody. Sorry about that. <laughs> Once again, being that button thing. Hey, uh, great to have you with us today, folks. 503-589-1220 is the power of your GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to jeff1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. Let me ask you something. Would a Trump RFK Jr. ticket that be a ticket a presidential duo you could vote for steve bannon thinks so it's a story i heard him say this yesterday it's a populist vote so let me ask you is that the perfect ticket to deal with the thing that is probably the greatest threat to your personal liberty you'll ever have and you know what that is the deep state what do you think in fact i will have steve bannon's war room comment about that now you know when i get off this show um i turn on the war room on real america's voice you can get it as an app on your phone i have it on my phone i listen to it as i'm you know preparing my day or i get it on my roku tv they're on all of those channels and you can get it generally for free so i'm listening to him talk about this and i'm thinking to myself yeah i i'm just not there folks <laughs> i'm not there at all yet it is tempting and here's why Because the greatest threat to your liberty is not feckless politicians that sell you out, like Tim Canope, the 14 Republicans in the House, and Senator Hansel and Senator Findlay. It's not those. It's the deep state, the administrative state, controlled by governors and presidents or uncontrolled by governors and presidents. Because you see, it works both ways. So I'm thinking to myself, okay, this is an intriguing idea. A very intriguing idea. So if the deep state is the greatest threat in the future to my personal freedom, and the freedom of future generations. Because a 
unelected bureaucrats making decisions through administrative rulemaking happens in Oregon all the time, folks. At the federal level, completely disconnected from you and I. And how they're disconnected between from you and I is very simple. You see, our elected representatives only have marginal ability to hold any of these bureaucrats accountable. So if this leftist bureaucracy, which has now been filled, with, and I mean it's filled, folks, with leftists that have been appointed by leftist presidents and Barack Obama, chief among them, Bill Clinton also. One of the biggest mistakes of George W. Bush was not cleaning out the Bill Clinton pointees in the deep state. This has contributed to where we are in the continued loss of freedom today. I want to talk a little bit more about that today, but I want to ask you this question. Would you, would you vote for a Trump RFK Jr. ticket if you think that's the way to take down the deep state? The greatest threat to the constitutional republic is the deep state, folks. What the CIA is doing to Trump, what RFK said, you know, the CIA, and I have emails about this today, and Jim, I'll, I'll read yours, but folks, the CIA likely assassinated JFK, along with the military-industrial complex. There was an interesting movie written about this, actually written and produced, starred Burt Lancaster, Robert Ryan, others and it was produced it's called executive action way back in the i think it was 1968 it was based on a book by far left liberal attorney mark lane i have that book and in it it makes a pretty powerful case for how in fact the cia did take down JFK and probably RFK. So now you got RFK Jr. out there talking about this. And as I wrote one of our listeners, I want you to think about this in the context of Donald Trump. If the CIA would assassinate a president in the military industrial complex, would get behind the CIA and assassinate a president. And they did that because JFK said he was going to break up this entire military-industrial complex and the CIA into a thousand different pieces. Okay. This, by the way, it's Freedom Friday today. You can call and talk about whatever you want to talk about today. 503-589-1220. That is the Power Buick GMC talk line. Art, hang on. I'll get to you in a second because I want to complete this thought why wouldn't they take out Trump why wouldn't the deep state take out Trump now they're trying to do it through lawfare but why wouldn't the CIA 
which probably has some good people in it, but I don't know where they are. They're certainly not people making the decisions, sadly. Why wouldn't they kill Donald Trump? Why wouldn't they kill JFK or, or RFK Jr.? Why wouldn't they? What do they have to lose? They've done it before. They've gotten away with it. They have all the apparatuses, including the courts, in their pocket. Folks, do you know that the records from the JFK assassination are still sealed? Why would you hide everything and seal it? Because you want all the people who are part of that plot to be dead and gone. doesn't matter anymore when they're unleashed. Also, if you want to talk about the Supreme Court decision yesterday on affirmative action, that's fine. In fact, Winsome Sears, which is the former Marine, female, black, who was elected, along with Glenn Youngkin, the uh, Virginia lieutenant governor, she says regarding Ketanji Jackson, Biden's black woman leftist appointee to the U.S. Supreme Court, she said of her, quote, she was chosen because she's black and because she's a woman. Uh, yeah, that's right. Anyway, folks, lots to talk about today. And I've, I just got a ton of stuff. But, hey, you know, let's get it to what you want to talk about today because it is Freedom Friday, 503. 589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. You can sound off on anything. Let's go to Art. Art, good morning. Sound off, brother. Good morning, Jeff. Uh, happy Freedom Friday. Uh, heading into Independence Day, which, of course, is uh, one of the most fantastic days uh, in is. our country. But, um, Jeff, we are in a crisis huge crisis and we need to talk about this we need to do something about it because if we don't the woke news media the democrats are basically going to <laughs> ignore it and they can't and that's we got gangs running over uh, all around the cities and the counties, uh, and and doing things that well, you know how these gangs are, absolutely, uh, and a lot of them are illegal aliens, thanks to our wonderful sanctuary state policies of the Democratic yeah. Party. Okay, uh, and. This is what I'm really angry about, Jeff. Do you know three little babies up in Portland died from fentanyl poisoning? Not hearing much about it, are, are we? No, you're, you're not. Not about the babies. No. You hear about the high school, but not about the babies. Well, some, some people are, are dying from fentanyl poisoning. But let me tell you, okay, we're tied into the city of Salem. Okay, and there is constantly people who are dying, uh, who are 
police and and fire. Uh, they're having to go to these dang things um, and saving people sometimes, but other times they're not. Um, where's where's our illustrious Tina Kotek and the Democrats addressing these dang issues? Funding appropriate money uh, to take care of all this scourge. The gangs, the illegal aliens who are destroying our state, uh, the fentanyl poisoning, which is mostly coming from the Chinese government. Uh, You know, I'm just as angry as hell, Jeff, because three little babies, baby babies, they're dead. Thank God they're in heaven. So, So here's what's interesting. I'm looking at a Willamette Week story about this far leftist liberal Democrat member of the House who voted against the fentanyl bill. She was the only person to vote against it. This, what do you think of her? Farah Charchi, Chaichi, or whatever her name is? Because she thinks it's going back to the war on drugs. Maybe yeah, but they're not doing anything. You know, you can pass as many damn laws as you want to, but they're not addressing the issues. That's right. Period. They won't enforce the current law, let alone anything else. Well, well said, Art. Yeah, three babies. Maybe God somebody bless, ought to use baby. that in a campaign slogan. Hmm? God bless. Thanks, Art. Appreciate it. Back in a moment with email and your phone calls on Freedom Friday. What do you want to talk about? 620. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It's 22 minutes past the top of the hour. It is Freedom Friday. What do you want to talk about? Anything politically anyway is on the table. Not what I'm talking about today, but what you want to talk about. What do you want to get off your chest? The fact that this Democrat um, who serves in the Oregon legislature would vote against recriminalizing fentanyl. is stunning because fentanyl is so incredibly dangerous and devastating. This woman, Democrat from Beaverton, Farah Chaichi, works for a Democrat law firm, of course. But she says the bill marks a return of the war on drugs, which is an abysmal failure. This bill was, all right, so, so haven't we tried the alternative? legalizing it how well has that worked out what oregon has become look at the incredible impact on drug abuse tourism come to oregon get high and score all the meth and the heroin you want and fentanyl and you can stay high all the time and nobody is really going to do anything about it 
No, you get a $100 fine, which you never pay because you never go to drug counseling. But she says, hey, we need to use other tools in the toolbox. So measure 110 is an abysmal failure. Everybody knows it. So shouldn't we use that emotional argument? Shouldn't a Democrat take her on and use what Art just talked about? These three babies killed by fentanyl. And she votes to not do anything about that. Because it's the war on drugs. It's an abysmal failure. Well, we've tried your idea, which is the libertarian idea. of Just yeah, just, just legalize all of it. Let the free market take over. Let people. Well, how well has that worked out? We've just seen it. It is an abysmal failure. Why is that? Because mankind in our nature as human being needs rules. Rules that govern personal behavior. People like her and others think it's just okay. Ah, we'll just take care of it ourselves. Really? When you watch that implemented, guess what happens? Absolute destruction. Let me also, by the way, share with you this little tidbit. There's a story from the Liberty Daily. After three decades, 30 years of diversity, equity, and inclusion, guess what? Africa's richest city has turned into what's called a crumbling hellscape. This is a story that's on the Liberty Daily. It's written by whoever Ethan Huff is. Johannesburg, South Africa used to be that wealthy, vibrant, beautiful place. It's descended into a crumbling hellscape. DEI, which is the code for anti-white racism, whatever it rears, white people end up being mistreated. In the case of Johannesburg, driven out of the city entirely because it's no longer safe to be white while you live there. Starting in the 90s, running through the 2000s, there was a mess, mass exodus of white people. Why? Is escalating violence, rampant anti-white racism, and limited employment opportunities for white people which resulted in the once successful city becoming a toxic crime-ridden cesspool. Now, you see this at Revolver News. This is where we're headed in America, folks. This is why yesterday's ruling is so important by the U.S. Supreme Court. Because it says we're not going to let this happen here in America. Now, JF or RFK Jr. defended affirmative action. So Steve Bannon, I'm asking you this question, Steve Bannon, which I believe is largely on the right track with where we need to go to win. He says, 
RFK Jr. and Trump is the perfect ticket to take on and defeat the deep state. Is it? RFK Jr. just defended affirmative action, which undoes the effects of quote-unquote racist policies. Judge, Chief Justice, or not Chief Justice, he should be, rather than the feckless John Roberts, Clarence Thomas wrote about this so powerfully. But now their universities are already looking at workarounds. How do we get around the Supreme Court rules? The Economic Equity, the EEOC Commission, that's not the full name of it, but that's part of it, folks. Commissioner said this, there will be more challenges to the already illegal DEI corporate race programs after the SCOTUS ruling. Race-based employment decisions are violating the law. Let's go further. It also violates what's good for human nature. You should work. I don't care what your race is. You should work for what you get and not get appointed or hired just because of your color. In fact, Charlie Kirk had a great piece about that. I'll talk about it on the other side. It's 6.30, back in a moment. Freedom Friday, what do you want to talk about? Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. 24 minutes for the top of the hour. It is Freedom Friday. That means you can call and talk about whatever you want to talk about politically today. It doesn't have to be what's on my mind. By the way, did you see Joe Biden? Basically, green lighting attacks on the Supreme Court members. He said, quote, I'm hoping attacks on court legitimacy influence rulings, unquote. It clearly did with John Roberts and Kavanaugh. In that attack, especially on Kavanaugh, because it influenced the ruling on North Carolina. And the state's abilities to res- to literally what's clearly written in the Constitution is their right. And that's to redraw district lines, clearly. Because, folks, they just gave Kavanaugh and Roberts, because of intimidation, like Joe Biden just said yesterday, they just gave the Democrats control, likely of the next House of Representatives. Anyway, I will get into this because I I, I gotta, I just have to say this. Um, Clarence Thomas wrote a nearly 60 page concurrence with this this ruling, these two rulings actually on, on two universities doing away with racial preferences in college admissions. 
60 pages, and he expresses his horror at institutionalized racial discrimination, and that's what it is, folks. And I'll just read some of the some of the best pieces of this. He wrote, the best way to fix discrimination is not more discrimination. Duh. The best way to fix discrimination is not have more discrimination. That's exactly what we've got today. Number two, courts can't defer to the discriminating body about whether that discrimination is justified. Universities self-proclaimed righteousness doesn't give them the license to discriminate on the basis of race. Number three, using the 14th Amendment to justify discrimination is self-defeating. Number four, racial preferences don't end inequality. They increase it. Let me say that again. Racial preferences don't end inequality. They increase it. Number five, history indicates that we should be distrustful of experts who say racial discrimination is helpful. That relates to lots of stuff going on here in Oregon, folks. 503-589-1220 is that Power Buick GMC talk line. I promised I will go to the phones, and I'm going to do that in a moment. Did you see the temperature forecast? High 90s early next week. This is the perfect reason for you today to call Freedom Heating and Air and have them come out and tune up your particular AC system, whatever you're using. Maybe it's time to replace it. Do it before you really regret not doing it. Give them a call. They'll get out to your home or your business right away. Call them at 503-580-1456, 580-1456. Or check out their website, freedomheatingandair.net, freedomheatingandair.net. We're going to start on the phones first with Kathy, then move to Anna. Kathy, you're up. I guess kids of any color are going to have to hit the books now. That's the idea. Yep. That's only fair. Um, what I was wanting to, I've been wanting to talk about this all week. I've been hearing all these people talking about how um, Hunter was in a addiction crisis or whatever and he should be given a pass because he was just so mentally drugged up or I don't know, you know, all that. Yeah, so right. I'm thinking now being an addict is the new get out of jail free card. What is? Yes. Is, is this setting a precedent for all addicts that commit crime, which goes hand in hand, by the way, drugs and crime. Um, so I guess the criminals have got it made again. Well, so what what really moves all of this, I think, Kathy, in my mind, is popular media today, uh, whether yeah. it's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, not so much the news shows, The View and, you know, or The Five. Did you see that, by the way, Geraldo uh, got fired from the five and now he's leaving Fox News and is all angry and so on and so forth? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, here's the deal, folks. Goodbye, Geraldo. 
Too bad, so yeah. sad. The same thing with all of the other popular media that is parroting the narrative that Joe Biden just cares about his his drug addicted son. Now, that is an emotional plea, and it works. It does. Because how many Americans, you just think about Kathy, I bet you know a bunch of people because I do. I have family members that were drug addicted and their parents took care of their kids, their grandkids for them, reared them up. I have this in my own family. How many other families are like that? I bet you know of some. So it's an emotional plea that works. So what's the counter to that? Hmm? Is it what Art well, said that, about all these babies being killed by fentanyl? Is that it? It's ridiculous. It is. Totally ridiculous. It's a, it's a great point. Thank you, Kathy. I appreciate it. Uh-huh. It's something that we have to keep fighting for every day. Let's go to Anna. Anna, good morning. Good morning. Um, my primary reason to call is to... Uh, ask Art that um, you, I have emailed him uh, with you giving me his email. I, I've given him my phone number and I just wanted to make sure he was receiving them and for him to contact me. Um, um, number two though, uh, I'm, I, I'm a product of um, EEOC when I went to college. But at the time, what it was was okay you got accepted they had extra tutoring but the standard was that was still needed to be met the the standard of everybody else and if you couldn't do that you 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 didn't go on and i think that now it that's not what it is now it's they've lowered the standards they're they're allowing um people who aren't qualified, not, not just giving them a hand by helping them to reach the standard, but they've actually lowered the bar. And I, I just think that that's not right. So they have lowered the bar in many ways, um, and not just in college admissions. You look at what they're doing in the military to change, to lowering the bar for just the physical tests to be able to get into the military today. Why? Because they can't meet their recruiting goals. Why? Because who wants to go serve in a woke, transgender-oriented military? Now, the only people who haven't given into that so far are the Corps, the Marine Corps, and I suspect that they will. But l- let me ask you this. Do you think you would, ha- w- without quote-unquote affirmative action, don't you think you could have gotten into the university just based on your own hard work and merits? Yeah, I I got in, and and they were they were they were adequate. All but my mom had four kids, a single mom with four kids, all of college age, and financially we could not have afforded to go to college. Each of us have been successful, and the government has gotten back way more than what they invested in us. I mean, it was a great deal for them. We all paid taxes. You know, we're all, you know, very successful. Um, so, I, I mean, for us, we knew it was a chance, and we took it. And um, I'm, I'm just letting you know that when the program first came out, 
it, there was a standard that, and we did that. We were willing to, to, to work harder, to do what it took, but now it, it is not just giving someone a helping hand. It's, you yeah, know, it's very giving good. them. Hey, Anna, uh, Art just Go texted ahead. me, said he's got a new phone. He'll check on emails. He may not have his email quite set up. He may have missed your emails. So let's be sure uh, that the two of you will uh, will hook up there. Anna, thank you so much. Okay. Thanks for the great thank work you. that you do. Um, Michael writes an email. And Rich, hang on. I'll get to you on the other side of the break. He said, the invalid spoke. July's 0% inflation. The invalid spoke. He spoke about how the USA had 0% inflation in July. He's talking about Biden. 0% inflation in July. I got another great e email. Well, several emails. And I'll get to them all in your final phone calls. It's Freedom Friday. Rich is up next. Hang on. 503-589-1220 is that power of your GMC talk line. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It's 10 minutes till the top of the hour. We're In a moment, we're going to go to Rich and then Rebecca. Um, I want to thank My Power Honda. Go check out their website, mypowerhonda.com. Power Honda is part of the Power Auto Group down in Albany and they're a specific sponsor of not just this radio station but this particular show they have thousand vehicles just over a thousand sitting there that are available for you to make a choice so whether you're looking for a brand new Honda of all of their uh, Honda vehicles they can get you what you want they can go find it if they don't have it in stock or if you're looking for a pre-owned certified vehicle they've got them in stock check it out you can check it out on the website five if, excuse me if you go to mypowerhonda.com mypowerhonda.com linda writes about johannesburg she said don't forget johannesburg and south africa took away the white farmers farms and that's what started all of this when the white farmers lands were stolen and given to other people the same is happening in Zimbabwe and other former um, quite dominated with all of their warts and it was, it was bad folks but what's happened since is white people don't feel safe they leave and farmers have been murdered on their farms and it happens all the time in the South African regions a state employee who shall never be named has a great email and i'll get to that but i promised i'd get to rich and then rebecca rich go okay um we need to keep our eye on the ball and start looking at why the oregon republican party is not working 
if that means getting rid of the old people, whatever the old definition is, from 20 to 200, and get some fighters in there, because they seem to pick losers. And I think it's on purpose. So we have to get our, keep our eye on the ball. This idea of uh, Trump and RFK, I know that's a teaser, I think, my opinion, to keep, take our eye off the ball about how we can straighten out some of our problems. Because if you've read RFK's platform, that's going to be like putting uh, more gasoline on the fire for the environmentalists. We don't need that. We need to straighten out what we have. And we can't do that by craziness like that. Uh, they think they'll get rid of the state. It's going to happen that way. The other thing, too, is that it really irritates me when they throw stuff like this out because we got much stuff to focus about. We need more that and lymphicums and the rest of them. None of these cannot panic uh, anymore because all they are is there for themselves and they'll give away our right any chance they get. As far as South Africa, they've been doing that for years. A friend of mine, uh, sister-in-law from there, years ago when this first started and now some of the South African countries that have you know, gone the wrong, obviously have been tore up are asking the whites to come back because those who took charge didn't know how to manage it and made it worse than it was before and it's just going to be that way until the dust settles i i don't know how they're going to change that she was she was upset when she came to america they moved to la and she was upset because she couldn't carry a machine gun in her car because of where she lived here in L.A. <laughs> really? <laughs> because she because she could carry that in South Africa. So, uh, what do you, you know, that's kind of like, it's not going to change for a while down there. And this is back in the 80s. Wow. That's, that's, some, that's something else. Hey, thanks, uh, Rich. That's a great story. And then remember. <laughs> Thanks, uh, Rich. I appreciate it. Sorry about that. In a moment, we're going to go to Rebecca. got to remind you, Eric Azer, RighteousRenovations.com. I know Eric. He's been out to my home. He's going to be helping me build and doing some specific things for my new home that we're just beginning here. We poured, if some of you saw it on my Facebook page, you would have seen yesterday, we poured the final stem walls yesterday. And so now we begin the process of framing and so on and so forth. Eric Azer, RighteousRenovations.com. He's going to be working with me. And I can tell you, the consultation he gave me the other day was fantastic. It was very honest, right up front. Lots of great suggestions. You owe it to yourself. If you're thinking about doing a remodel or an addition, call Eric Azer. Check out his website, RighteousRenovations.com. This state employee, who should never be named, says, the communication key. What is the key conservatives in the upcoming 2024 election tying all of the failures harmful policies destroyed lives ruined economies horrible international performance tying it all at the local state and federal level not to individuals but to the democrats like mark levin's book title the democrats hate america people must clearly and painfully know and feel that the ruin in the country is the democrats fault you agree let's go to rebecca rebecca go well, the Democrats are one of our problems, but the they are, 
are a, an embodiment of a movement that is coordinated and working hard to take America down, which is the communist movement. And it, it used to be coordinated by um, people who were in the eugenics society. And anyway, I didn't call in to talk about that. Um, I called well, you got a minute about, left, so talk about what you want to talk about. I, Go. I called in to talk about um, Thomas Jefferson, who inherited his father's slaves at the age of 14 when his dad died. And, and he uh, did not want to be a slave owner. But in Virginia, it was illegal to free your slaves if you had any debt. And he also inherited his father's debt. And then when he married his wife, he inherited, he got into the mix, her slaves. And then when her father died, he inherited her father's debt and her father's slaves. So he ended up owning hundreds of slaves. And um, he had no right to free any of them as long as he was in debt. It's kind of like what's happening now. We are inheriting the debt of legislatures who are doing things that we are going to not be able to get out from under because um, because we just inherit the situation. And Jefferson fought his you, entire life to try to change the laws yes. of Virginia, and he was never successful. You know, most people don't know that, and I so appreciate you sharing that with us and reminding all of us, because that's a tidbit, friends, that you can use in a conversation, to have a persuadable conversation about all this business of racism and affirmative action. These conversations may come up this weekend. What a great point to make, because no doubt a leftist or someone without knowing it will come up with this rhetoric about this kind of thing. Tell the Thomas Jefferson story. Bill, thanks for your RFK email about RFK sounds great, but he's controlled opposition and no way I'd want him to be vice president. And Julie says RFK is having some difficulty with the lamestream press. You should interview him. I'd love to. Not all his ideas are bad. I would vote for the suggestion. See you Monday, folks.